We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everyone and welcome to the Gilcast. This is the Sports Great Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Sammy Reed and Nate Noling. One of the greatest weeks of the year, really two great weeks. Swapping, just coming out with the absolute blade with the swap back to back weeks. Um, was it Davis, you are week? the swap king. You tried to tell me you weren't last week, but you are. You've taken the this, crap. This it's week, yours. this week, I got in the lab because I realized I was dead after watching Tony Pollard get one carry. So I was in the lab, like lineups locked at twelve oh five. You, you were know, in the lab it. by twelve fifteen. I was in the lab. I t- I watched Tony Pollard get one carry up the middle, and I was like, the the you know, I was a uh, a uh, uh, job gob bluth. I was I was like, I've made a terrible mistake because I did make a really terrible mistake um guys we're here just absolutely giving people the blade nate how you doing bud he's he's unwell he's on mute he doesn't even want to talk he doesn't even yeah, want to talk great. about playing not great <laughs> been, a, been a tilting afternoon it was it was a tilting afternoon nate was pretty... nate was it made better or worse by the fact that davis was just rage text tilting you the whole time and then at some point was needling me without even realizing how bad he was needling me davis is sitting here after making the swap of the century and running so hot davis is running hotter than the sun and is complaining about brock purdy when brock purdy has 60 something rushing yards to lamar jackson's two can i can i get this on the record can i i i officially am putting you know how like kind of every quarterback is jimmy garoppolo like unless you are 
Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, or Hertz, you're you're pretty much just some variation of Jimmy Garoppolo. Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo. Kirk yeah. Kirk Cousins, yes. Great. You, you mean the, the artist formerly known as Kirk Cousins? Yeah, mm-hmm. RIP, RIP in peace to Kirk yeah. Cousins and anyone who drafted Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, or any Viking in your your fantasy league, because because that's over. Um yeah, so this is this is the deal. Uh final scores in the Gilcast three man, 152.6 for me, 148.16 for Whirling Dervish, which by the way, Sammy, I've had some people, they laid listen to your dog shit teams that find a way to get there and they're like, I gotta send this motherfucker some games. So I've had I've yep. been spelling Keep out whirling Keep bringing to them. people. Keep bringing uh, them and and, and put, people put together the ask, team again. People also ask to play Nate, and I'm like, you're never gonna find him. You're never gonna, you're never gonna be able to get into the matrix on draft picks and find That's him. That's actually really good for Nate this week that people aren't able to find him. Yeah, yeah I actually, I got a, uh, I got a, a three man invite last week. I couldn't enter it because I was maxed out in five dollar games, but it was just Sammy and I in the invite, and the title of the three man was "Can't Find Nate." <laughs> <laughs> Tough scenes out here. It is. Yeah, Nate. Uh, I, I don't know. We got to We got to get to Aguiar. We got to figure out, but Nate scored 130.18 and Nate was, Nate was flying high. Nate was flying real high at the end was of he? the noon games because Nate, yeah. Nate at the end of the noon games, Pollard. I was feeling great. Nate. Faded. Oh, cause you didn't, cause you didn't play Tony, Tony Pollard, AKA uh, fancy Tony Joe Mixon. Mixon. Not only did I not play him, I also played Kendrick Bourne and Thielen, and so I was up on everything. Every yeah, line, he was every up, position he was up that on I had Dell. He was up on Dell. He was up on Collins. You were not. I was up, up on the on... Dell Nico combo, which was crazy high owned. So I was feeling, I was feeling good, locking that four twenty five slate. Yeah, you were not up on Josh Downs. Um, both of you guys, both of you but, guys, dude. Bourne, Bourne, and Downs were essentially equal. What was it like a point difference? Uh, Downs scored two more points than Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, th- thank, thank, thank everybody for Bourne's MCL getting giving out or yeah, whatever. Well, he got like, he got two targets. He just scored a touchdown. Well, yeah, because that's what he does. Hurt. He also got hurt. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get guys. We got plenty of time. We're gonna luxuriate in these lineups. We got we got plenty of time to argue about this shit. So excited, excited. I'm very excited most, for this. The most common build this week was Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson, the quarterback. That was over 50% of the ownership. They were the two most owned quarter uh two most owned quarterbacks. Almost everyone did a three running back team this week. I did not really see anyone turn over a four wide receiver team. Four running backs being Brees Hall, Alvin Kamara, Isaiah Pacheco, and Tony Pollard. Now Pacheco in the massive $50 only ended up being uh 38% but I'm gonna guess a decent number of people swapped off that because he would have been he would have been higher than that. And yeah, I mean Pollard was only like 23, 24%. He was like 30, 35%, depending on the contest. Okay, I'm then, looking at the massive 25. Then everyone played Zay Flowers. He was on over 60% of teams. Everyone Ugh. punted, everyone punted at tight end with Trey McBride, highest owned tight end in cash this year, I believe, at 70%. Maybe maybe there was an Evan Ingram maybe the Evan Ingram week he might have been more, and then uh, everyone played one of two defenses the Atlanta Falcons or the Minnesota Vikings, so that left these as the decision points, which of those two quarterbacks are you playing? 
which of the mid-tier wide receivers are you going to play between uh, Downs, Nico, Thielen, or Tank? Although there was – should have thought closer about Th- this. Thielen because... was a tier, a pricing tier above. So what you had to do to get Thielen was you had to play Pacheco. You played you played Pacheco instead of Pollard. You went mm-hmm. up from that 4.8K wide receiver to Thielen, and then you could also play the Falcons defense. That was what yeah. That was what it allowed you to do. There was also – Probably should have thought closer about this one. A fucking AJ Brown or Jamar Chase team where all you had to do was play Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott a quarterback. I, I did th- I AJ- did think about that and you guys told me I was a fish. You're like Purdy, well, like when AJ Brown flipped over at 20 something, 25% in cash, I was like, holy crap, what did I miss? Yeah, I mean the well, I mean the guy just gets 125 plus yards every game. Every game. So yeah. that is that. Is that good? Is that something you you like? Chase, I, Chase I, I assume he shows up good. big in the Whopper numbers, Nate. Yeah, yeah, he does. Chase also pretty good. So maybe should have thought should have thought more closely. Uh, I did. So I did. I did. This I I, this, I thought I thought long and hard about that. The team that I had when the games locked at noon was Lamar Jackson, Tony Pollard, Alvin Kamara, Nico Collins, Josh Downs. Who's the third wide receiver? Oh, Zay Flowers, Trey McBride, Brees Hall, Vikings defense. Sammy had Sammy was the only one of us that played Jalen Hurts. He also yeah, I, I essentially did Brees that. Hall. Except yeah, except except I played uh, Hurts for a hundred bucks more and Kendrick Bourne, and did not Instead play Lamar Josh Downs. and Josh yeah. Downs. That's right. And Nate played Lamar, but he did the. Uh, you did Thielen. the Checo Thielen over four point over Nico Collins and Tony Pollard, and then you upgraded from defense. Yeah, yeah, which ended up being a downgrade, but ended up yeah, being I a mean... downgrade. I don't think that's not a decision I would criticize. I mean, I did really like the Vikings defense, but it was mostly born out of just watching Jordan Love play last week. <clears throat> not that I anticipated Will Levis looking like fucking Peyton Manning in his first NFL start. But yeah, it, I, I would have I would have played it if they were the same price. I would have played Atlanta completely. Yeah, like, completely yeah. agree. Yeah, I think the the yeah, and the, I didn't make the decision because of Atlanta. I made the decision because of Thielen. Like I felt like the Thielen decision was like I, I liked that leverage that I was getting. I, I yeah, we can talk more about receiver, but I like. I think I think the too. only locks in my opinion were Kamara, Brees, Zay. Downs, McBride, and was a Zay, free running back construction. Was Zay really a lock? Like, well, I really wanted to play Jordan Addison over him, but he was like far and away, like team total, target share, where he sat in the project. I believe he was the number one value wide receiver on everyone's projections. But Zay was, I mean, I was texting you guys this morning. I'm excluding Zay from all my tournament builds. Like he's going to yeah. be the guy who, because he gets low A dot targets. He's in a team where there's a lot of these other guys are getting healthy with OBJ. OBJ and Bateman getting healthy. Uh, <laughs> OBJ was healthy for about two and a half quarters, by the way. Yeah. But uh, I thought that Zay Flowers was the, was the worst ceiling play of those wide receivers. And, and you're knew, and, and you're probably right. Like he's he's fancy fucking Wandell Robinson. I mean, it's just it's egregious, man. I I I I think he was a fine play, but like the fact that he was just like uber chalk and like, oh, you have to have him in, like, no, no. I, I feel like I should have been I, I, truthfully, stronger. truthfully, 
in my heart of hearts, if I was being honest, the only wide receiver I felt that I just absolutely would not show up with would have been Downs. Downs was the only one where I was like, I would I would rather just not play than than not have Josh Downs. Yeah, and, and, and 20 minutes before lock, Davis texts us. He says, playing Bourne over Downs is 10 of 10 bad. Like essentially the worst DFS decision you could ever make. And it's like, what are you talking about, man? I, it, like Davis, it's like he doesn't look at numbers. Like literally Bourne's usage is better than Downs in any statistic you want to look at. Bourne from a whopper, from an air yards, Downs is. from an expected draft, like it, it, you're you're making a talent-based play. The Colts, the Colts run like 20 more plays a game than the Patriots. He's the third wide receiver on the Colts True. versus the no, number one right. He's the... 1.5 i mean he's out targeted Pittman in Minshew starts yeah Minshew really likes downs bro he does I and they were Minshew... in a, and they were in a dome like i get the i get the love i really do the like... dome the dome thing was the differentiator for me and i mean also just like Minshew leads the nfl in dropbacks per game colts are the fastest offense in the nfl like it what how many how many passes did Min... Minshew had to have had like what like yeah he had like 47 or dropbacks something. or something like that like a shit ton yeah how and still guys, he couldn't get guys... over his 219.5 yard prop on prize picks like come on Gardner come on bro hey remember remember when we did the Andrew Ogletree segment on the show two weeks ago 33 yard touchdown today you love yep. to see it yeah yep. yeah and, mean, it, down... and and it was a uh, Irv Smith Jr. week so you know big Big comeuppance with the Sklansky Bucks for you, Nate. Yeah. Or Davis. Pittman still has I, I a significantly agree. higher Whopper than than uh, than Downs in. Yeah, it's why it's why Whopper. You know, you, you want to know the other people. reason why why Davis likes Downs? Do you want to hear the real reason, Nate? He's five eight. He's five eight. Yeah. <laughs> it's short King Summer for it's Davis. Tutu Atwell threw a fucking touchdown today. Short King. Davis's model has this thing of like a receiver number that's single digits. Gets like a five percent boost oh, in his so, projection. Yes, yeah. No Davis, doubt Davis just it. watches Josh Downs and he's like, "That could have been me. It could be yeah. me. Could have been two, could two, have been me number five. Life. No, I I am being serious though. Like I think that Downs at forty eight hundred when Minshew is going to be throwing forty times a game. He's I mean he led the team in targets again. He just it's just like it's it's completely automatic to me. He he is really kind of in the same bucket as Thielen, where like he just is never showing up holy shit easy, no. easy Dude, stop it. you don't easy with that i like downs and you need he's to... not even the number one in his and wa- whopper on his team in the starts that Minshew has like yeah, you I, gotta I reel mean, it in a little bit like feeling is a legitimate whopper whopper is is like a such a 2019 metric the guy the guy who invented whopper's wife is now getting persecuted for, for fucking uh committing political crimes we are, oh, we are done we are done with whopper whopper is over <laughs> Man. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Davis, you woke up Davis today. You made a swap. You chose violence. We do. I mean, here, love to here's see the it. thing. Here's the thing. Whopper is fine. I'm not saying it's useless, but for the game we play, raw targets just matter more than Whopper does. I, I don't think that's true at all. I think you always have to look at context hey, within a team. Ins- and I am looking at the context, and I'm saying. Indianapolis, New Orleans. If I had, I'm just, I don't even have the numbers. Michael up. Pittman gonna... is the alpha of that team. Period. Kendrick Bourne is the alpha of the of the Patriots. Period. Well, I mean, that's also untrue. Being the alpha of the Patriots, though, is like, I, I don't know. That's man. why. That's why Whopper. That's why Whopper has a hard time with stuff like this because being the alpha of a Patriots, like I, I'd rather. 
be the third wide receiver on some of these teams than be the alpha on the Patriots. So that's true, but the Patriots did kind of project to like be down a lot in this game. Mac Jones be playing better. Like Kendrick, I'm not, Kendrick I'm Bourne's not a good. Kendrick, I'm not saying Kendrick Bourne was like this. I mean, I do kind of think it was brain dead, but I, I, it's not, it's not the worst play in the history of DFS. But it's just like they're a shitty team. They threw 29 passes when they were down the entire time. Like they want to play slow. It's just it. Downs is going to finish the year with like a target and a half more per game than Bourne. Well, I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but Juju Smith-Schuster caught a touchdown. I feel very confident that would have been Kendrick Bourne's. That would have been very confident. I mean, I mean, Demario Douglas when they were both active out targeted Kendrick Bourne. Again, Demario Douglas gets like routes that are three yards down the field and is just a speedster trying to get yards after the catch. The routes that he actually runs and where he gets targeted on the field are high value targets in comparison to Josh Downs. Michael Pittman is the one who's going to get those high value, high value looks. I get that Josh Downs is having the efficiency, but like to, to say that Kendrick Bourne is a brain but Downs dead play. Gets, Downs no, is Kendrick not Bourne just is the play. Wandale that he, Robinson. Like he does I'm not saying he's just Wandale, but I'm saying that Kendrick too. Bourne is a better play. All right. That's enough on fucking Kendrick Bourne. What, we, what I, what I okay, do fine, think. Fine. Fine. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about Adam Thielen versus these Texas wide receivers. No, no. That was the, the, other decision the, point. the Thielen play was very good. The, the, reservation i had about Thielen. what well, one i did you, you didn't want to miss out on the first big tony pollard game of the I year did, i did I, we are trust me we there's there's time bookmarked on the show to get to one <laughs> tony pollard. but i i preferred the texans wide receiver pollard 2v2 to the Thielen pacheco 2v2 I mean, one, just because like Kansas City running backs, like they could, you could, I mean, even if they scored 30 points, they can just get nothing because Noah Gray scored a one yard rushing touchdown or whatever. But it was really more about Pollard. It was really, it was really more about wanting to play and thinking Nico was fine. Like I, I just basically thought Nico was fine. Buddy, I was, I was pumped to play Nico. I think Nico is a straight up alpha. He's big. He's fast. He's connected to the best rookie white, uh, quarterback in the league. I was like, dude, it is Nico Collins season. And uh, it, was, Nico, it, it was not, in fact, Nico Collins season. The Nico tank thing is very similar to the uh, Pittman downs thing to me. Why on one team are you like, I want the guy who's running all because Tank Dell is the one who gets the Indian, the downs usage for Houston. Tank Dell is the guy who gets all those like schemed targets. I mean, I just don't, I just don't think that's true. I think downs and Pittman are pretty close in skill. And I don't think that's true of tank and Nico. Well, tanks, tanks, a boss. No tank, okay, tank, mean, is, he... tank, tank is good, but I think Nico is like a legit alpha. And I don't think that's true of Pittman. I think he is a legit alpha. I'm so disappointed. He didn't smash it up today, man. It was just Carolina's defense, Carolina's defense just completely stifled them. It was just, it was a complete shit show on offense. And the, what I did want to say was I did have a like very minor concern about Thielen with this new dude calling the plays. And it was like, it was immediately like he had like four targets in the first quarter. And I was like, that's dumb as shit, but you just yeah. don't know what the new guy called. I mean, he did the new guy calling plays did make a huge sweeping change. Miles Sanders played nine snaps. He, he, he just benched Miles Sanders. So like a new guy calling plays will do stuff like that. You just don't know what it's going to be. 
So I, but if you out. watch Bryce Young, I mean, he just feels so comfortable getting the ball to Adam Thielen. Anytime he's in, he's in trouble, he gets the ball right to Adam Thielen. He, um, the whole, like, the whole offense. It doesn't matter what the play call is. Yeah. Thielen's the whole offense carries. of the, the one in seven Carolina Panthers is built out of a uh, seven yard Adam Thielen slant routes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so when do I get to talk about playing uh, Jalen Hurts over, over Lamar yeah, Jackson? Go do that. Let's do it. Go for it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So obviously this is going to come off as like, captain hindsight because they're both extremely good players no, it's not captain hindsight because you did it you clicked the button yeah th- thanks davis uh it, the way i thought about it was this is they projected extremely similarly right uh, absolutely but the way that i look at like what goes into those projections is like jalen hurts has outs to hit the bonus whereas lamar jackson doesn't jalen hurts has outs to get rushing touchdowns well in Lamar a way, got the passing bonus last week so I, I, okay so I'm just... <laughs> how many how many times has he gotten the bonus in the last like two three seasons like not as Jake, many as hurts i'm sure not even close i somebody look it up for me it's not even close um the other thing is hurts is their goal line running back right he i just think he has a better chance in any any individual game of scoring a rushing touchdown and that's saying something because Lamar Jackson is like probably the most gifted quarterback runner that there is. But I think, I think hurts like with schemed designed goal line stuff, where if they get down to the one, he's like 50% to be the guy that, that punches it in. Whereas we saw with the Ravens, like they are very comfortable. I, I actually think backs. it's, it's even simpler than that. I don't even think it's about the scheme. I think it's that the, the Eagles don't have any running back that can do it. I think it's that actually their best plan is using Hertz as the rusher, whereas it seems like pretty low effort for the Ravens to get Edwards or Hill in a play where they can just get a yard because yeah. because the defenses are so keyed in on what Lamar is doing as a rusher that that zone read thing is just all. And look, we've been on the wrong side of this with Hertz. Remember the Lions game where we all three played Hertz in cash and yeah. Boston Scott scored twice and Miles Sanders yeah. scored twice. So like, it's possible. I, it, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying like what usually happens and and the other thing is Hertz has legitimate weapons that can that can actually create things, right? AJ Brown can create. Devontae Smith can create, you know, even Dallas Goddard. You know, Dallas Goddard is probably at least as talented as 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 uh um what's his no, what's don't his don't say don't say things you you're gonna regret. Well, you know, I, I, yeah, I mean let's I let's, saved, let's uh, grind let some the, tape. Let, but let but that's what that's that's essentially saved you there yeah well that's essentially i want to hear who he was saying (laughs) i knew you know who he was gonna say it wasn't (laughs) gonna be smart (laughs) (laughs) thanks 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 edit that out but i I think i just putting all those things together it just gave me the slight lean toward hertz and that's what made me feel better about about putting hertz up there and uh if if you had to guess why do you think i played lamar instead of hertz because you're mentally weak no because he was the late guy because he was the and so you yeah. can, if you're behind it gives you more options to catch up. Well, that's a that's a really See, good segue into my play at all. That's that's a really good segue, Davis, because <laughs> you've, been, you've been sitting on this for a while because you put together a, a dopey team and needed to swap. And for the second consecutive, no, no. so this week, is actually this is interesting. I get I, and I wonder what you guys think. I feel more tilted when I play bad than when I get unlucky. Like when I like there have been weeks this year where I just get unlucky, right? Where it's like you you play a team and you look at it and you're like, I don't really think I made any big mistakes here. I just, you know, like like the Foreman over Hubbard thing a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was playing like bad. A, a, 
No, no, that was not playing bad. That was just getting Davis, we talked about that. That was playing bad. But yeah, yeah normally losing to variance is not nearly as tilting as playing bad. When you play bad, Correct. You, hold on. You yeah. guys are still gonna stick to this Foreman was bad thing after he had 35 left. Because of two because of what the other play was. Foreman in a vacuum was not bad, but in comparison All right. to it two, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I did play, I did play bad today because Tony Pollard at 7,500 as the number one fucking points per dollar running back of top value on all these DFS sites. It is, it is hopium of the highest degree. It is wanting things to return to an order that makes sense to us, but it doesn't exist anymore. Tony Pollard is not that guy. The Cowboys don't have any interest in getting him touchdowns. They don't have any interest in throwing him the ball. They don't have any interest in getting him in space. They want to play good defense and they want, and clearly the directive in this game was to get CD Lamb the ball. Like clearly that was something they decided that was like as uh, as frankly it should be because as, fr- as frankly a grown it should man be. yes yeah hundred could not agree more. But Pollard is not at this age, and apparently after this tightrope procedure that he had, he's just not a guy like Brees Hall or Jonathan Taylor or uh, I mean you know yeah he, I was he, I was fully confident Pacheco. that. I was fully confident that Tony Pollard was the man that you needed to win in fantasy this year going into the year, but it turns oh, could, out could not have been more convinced. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but the thing is this, and this is like big tape bro stuff, but the margins in the NFL are so thin when so a running thin. back loses half a step, it's over when they lose yeah. half a step, it's over. Look at, I mean, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin yeah, Cook it, two years ago was like a, a force of nature and now he's he's benched for michael carter for a team that's trying to win games correct like it it, it is lickety split man there's not i mean it's jamal crazy charles fast. jamal charles was leading the nfl in rushing and then two years later was a, a jacksonville jaguar remember that do people even yeah. remember that jamal charles was a Jacksonville? The todd Gurley. i mean the david johnson the, the, i mean we could go we could name a million guys i mean when you yeah. when you lose that half a step and you start getting pulled down from behind you just become yeah. Yeah. And, and, and also, you know, the, 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 the offensive coordinator thing, like Mike McCarthy, I mean, Jesus, it's just, it's a disaster and they don't do anything creative for him. They just like run him into the line and it's like, it's, it's dust. I'll, it, I'll probably yeah. play Pollard again because I no. think his workload is no. one second because I think his workload is so valuable. Um, like he's similar to Mixon in that at the right price in, in, those in guys are every playing. way, except for yes. the domestic assault. Similar, similar, at, at similar right to Mixon price. in the sense that he's on my never again list. At the right price, these guys are going to be playable. It's just mix. It's just Pollard at this price isn't playable yet. You, his price you know is not taken into account. His lack of efficiency. You know what's sick is Tony Pollard's going to be like a sixth round pick in fantasy next year because the chief the Cowboys are going to take a running back in like the third round of the NFL draft, and I'm going to be like. Dude, I'm over it. I'm not taking Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard stinks now, and he's gonna Zeke his way to like 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns next year. Because I mean, the, de- the defense yeah. will just be slightly worse, so they won't be up by 70 points in every game. And that's and that's literally what I told myself. I'm like, yo, t- Pollard's run so bad. I mean, there have been half their games their starters haven't played the fourth quarter for for a multitude. No, no. Of it's it's every game. Uh, every game other than the Arizona game, I believe, has been out of control for them. I, I I gotta go look. I gotta go look this up, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Yeah, but regardless, I mean, Pollard doesn't have the burst. He's starting not to get the stuff through the air. They're more than willing to bring in Rico freaking Dowdle to to scavenge him up. I mean, it's that, all bad. So very quietly, they've been taking Pollard out in the red zone for for Dowdle. Um, like he he's coming in there. So 
Chargers, Chargers game, Pollard played the entire game. He got like 14 or whatever. 49ers game, blowout. Patriots game, blowout. Cardinals, they can't get in the box. Jets, blowout. Giants, blowout. So he's had two two full games. We we should have known when he didn't crush the Chargers that we should not be putting him back in our lineups. It it is it this is the every once in a while something like this will happen to the fantasy community where we will just want to will a guy and it kind of just subconsciously makes its way into the projections because it's <laughs> it's just it's just baked it's just baked into who we are as people. Just and, just a little a little hopium into the algorithm. I mean and and maybe you're right because we all wanted Tony Pollard to happen because he was stuck behind dust ball ass Zeke for so long and we're like and dude just so free good. Tony Pollard and now he's free and it's like oh it's happening it's happening and it's, it's he waited it's he waited too long he's 26 it's over yeah. Yeah, I, it so anyone awful. who wants to say I played bad or like lol Maddox you're terrible you're right like I was it just it's not good to have played Tony Pollard for, well, especially because like I mean there was Jonathan Taylor. There was, uh, I mean, look, even Kenneth Walker, like, so, like, there are Pacheco. No, the only other player would have been no. Pacheco. The e only, I, I think ETN, ETN was ETN, ETN, yeah. ETN? ETN was cheaper, and it's almost like ETN's getting workloads. ETN is what bet, we wanted Pollard ETN, to be. I bet ETN, I, I would have to look this up. I bet he has a hundred more points on the year than Pollard. I, I bet he's got a hundred more points. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right because because he's he's essentially Tony Pollard that did not have tightrope surgery. Yeah, yes, that's, that's yes. what it is. So, okay, okay, enough enough dunking on on Tony Pollard. The you know it's it's so sad to see what they did to our sweet prince. But Davis, you were drawn slim. Let's talk about the no, slop. No, I Let's... was drawing. I was drawing dead, and I, I was no, he arguing, was dead, dead. I was dead, dead. So I was just conservatively. So the lineup I had had. Uh, let's see, 6.5 points from Pollard, seven points from Nico Collins. Now, the one thing, if you really wanted to argue, okay, you should have stayed, you have an advantage, it would be Lamar can match Hurts. McBride, we haven't even talked about McBride, just absolutely going full Gronk in garbage time. Garbage but time. You, you get, you, you, you get, you know, you, whatever, your projected points from McBride. And then I was up seven points with the Vikings versus the Falcons. So you could have argued, I think maybe without that last Hurts touchdown, you could have really argued just hope Lamar gets 30 and you just and you just hope and pray basically that Pacheco stinks. But I think I that would have been like, bad. That would have been bad. Like, I, I don't think you could have projected Pacheco, Pacheco to do that bad. When you saw when you saw the Pollard flip with the extra price that you paid for him, you were behind. Because that. not well, not only was I behind Pollard teams, but I was also behind Nico versus so I was behind at both spots. So it like counting on Zay Flowers as the most owned wide receiver, McBride is the most owned tight end, and Lamar is the most owned quarterback to catch. It would have just been terrible, I think, at the yeah. end of the day. So there were a couple different swaps. There was a, I believe it was Mahomes, Rice, and Joku. There you could have done. You could have done Purdy, Ayuk, and stayed McBride. That that actually would have been the most points you could have gotten. What I ended up doing was. Lamar down to Purdy, uh, Zay Flowers to Hollywood Brown, because why not? I mean, it's just Hollywood Brown every single week. We got to talk about Hollywood Brown on this show. And Ugh. then the swap the swap that got me there uh, in the end was going from, and I thought the most important swap was to get off McBride because he's a $2,800. I mean, he can airball. Like, he can literally just get zero points. So Him and Flowers. I thought getting off Flowers was your other huge leverage point. 
Yeah. That was for I, the I did too, but just just for the points, just for straight yeah. up points, you you gotta switch tight end in that spot. But but here's the th- here's the thing. You've swapped tight ends two weeks in a row, and I think it's very important to understand that these real low price tight ends that are chalky have such like low floors that they can break out. And if you swap to a like a big time dude, you know, whether that's Travis Kelsey that we did last week or George Kittle this week, who we know does a lot better when either I you like or... you're like potentially gaining like 20 points against the teams that you're fading, exactly. which is like almost impossible at like QB or no, it's, most it's wide impossible receiver at position. quarterback. You can do it at wide receiver, but you have to get a huge outlier game. But like, well, it's mostly impossible at quarterback unless you played Lamar Jackson versus <laughs> Jalen. Ah, <laughs> baby. God, so I'm I I... so tilted. I cannot believe this run out. I cannot believe I had this more this morning lock and then that for the afternoon slate. It was it was like you and Davis switch bodies because Davis ran hotter than the sun's taint in it. Not even in the late games, but like the second half of the late games, yeah. Brock motherfucking Purdy getting the bonus with 12 seconds left. And and well, that them, was the- that was immaterial. The only thing that I really needed, like because I was falling because I was sweating it. Really, once Kittle got the bonus, I was home free. Like it just yeah. But even the play that he got the bonus on it, it was was it was I think it was fourth down, and Purdy was running toward the right sideline and like jump passes back across the field. And when it was in the air, I'm like, oh, that's a pick. And then it lands right in Purdy's uh, Kittle's bucket. He gets the bonus. Then Purdy throws a touchdown. Like a couple plays later, then you know, the, the, the Bengals come back and they, you know, they run out the clock until 12 seconds left. Purdy's at two ninety six. They just throw a slip screen to, to, to McCaffrey who gets there, gets 28 yards for the Purdy bonus. Then this is even better. They throw another one to the right side with four seconds left to Ray Ray McLeod. There's a penalty on the play, but the, 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 they just, the, the Bengals just decline it. Because for what reason? You know, they're just like, yeah, the game's over. Like, we decline, and Purdy gets whatever, 20 more yards out of nowhere. They could have declined, and the game's over too, right? The game can end on an offensive penalty, not a defensive, but they're like, we don't care about stats. And so Purdy gets a little more there. Hollywood Brown, Trey McBride goes down at the one-yard line, then gets another uh, goal line target, doesn't get there. I then mean, Holly- Trey McBride getting 10 for 95 and one. I gotta be honest. That was not in my range of outcomes for this game. I, I, you could have, you could have given me a hundred chances to project a stat line and I don't get up to 10 for 95 and one. What was, wasn't he a Mackey award winner? Oh yeah. Yeah. I bet a shit ton of money on him in the FFPC, but it's yeah. like, dude, Dobbs is like hopeless, man. Like watching Dobbs when these games are within like 10 points, it's just like, Imari Di Mercado on first down, Imari Di Mercado on second round, sack on third down. Like it is, it is brutal to watch. They almost won. They came close. Yeah. They, in garbage time. They just, it was never really. Yeah. No, no, not really. It was never actually still. close. Yeah. Um, okay. One guy that we haven't talked about yet that we probably should because I think, I think he was a good play was McLaurin. None of us, cons- none of us played McLaurin. I played, uh, I played. Nico Davis was going to, right? Davis I, was I the Samuel news. Yeah. I thought about him, but I preferred Nico. I probably um, would have played McLaurin if Samuel was out. I was, I was, oh, high yes. yeah, that. no, same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But once he wasn't like, I don't know, man, it's he's, a, he's good. He's, he's good. I just, man, that early season shit where they just didn't like put him on the field a bunch and 
weren't using him as the alpha, it's still kind of sticking with me, I think. I probably should have considered him more. Um it didn't so, work so that you could have but... so that you could have played Tony Pollard. Yeah, I probably yeah, that would have been bad. I still cannot believe this Pacheco thing. Well, I mean uh, what what, what, what can't you believe about it, Nate? Let's hear. The Chiefs just I mean, the Chiefs doing this in like in is is like bottom five percentile outcomes. I just did not see this at all as a potential. I mean, they beaten they beaten the Broncos sixteen games in a row, so it's like. I mean, this Broncos D is awful. Is awful. I watched what the Bears did on this team. I like to to see Isaiah Pacheco like literally get game scripted out. Like, I I I thought he was going to get easy touchdowns. I thought he was going to get passing work. Like. Yeah, I mean, see, just... that's that's the thing about Pacheco, though. I actually his his passing game role has definitely grown, and I thought he was a good play. But like, you can't count him on him for touchdowns, bro. Like, you sometimes the Chiefs just decide to throw it eighty percent of the time. They do weird shit on on short yardage. They do weird shit at the goal line. They shovel pass to Kelsey, and they double reverse run it with Noah Gray. I, I don't know. I wasn't really afraid of Pacheco giving me the blade. Tbh, I think his good games are like you know, 15 for 75 with, you know, five catches for 30. And if he gets a touchdown, great. But like, dude, he's not, he's not putting up 30 like ever. I agree with that. I think, I think he's like a really good bet a lot of weeks to get like 15, but he's like a pretty bad bet to get. I mean, look, he's a better bet to get 15 than Tony Pollard. I'll tell you. I mean, that's true. But like, I I don't know. When's the last time Tony Paul or uh, uh, sorry, uh, Pacheco scored multiple touchdowns in a game. Has that happened? done it once i want to say he did it like maybe like three weeks ago but yeah yeah. i mean that's just not that's not i I don't i don't care what i in this spot he was way underpriced for his passing game usage that he's been getting he's i mean he should have been priced with like an etn and and pollard for no no nate he still plays only about 55 percent of the snaps on offense davis you got to look at his passing workload over the past like three or four games he's like he's got like 12 targets over the past three games yeah, and I'm like not good saying targets. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's bad. I thought he was a good play. And honestly, weirdly, because of lineup construction stuff, I maybe would have been more likely to play him uh, if he was a little bit more expensive, just uh, because of the way the wide receivers were priced. But he this is not he is not Travis Etienne. He he's a good play, but he plays about half of the snaps, and he can randomly lose goal line stuff. And in fact, has randomly lost goal line stuff to McKinnon. That doesn't that doesn't happen to the other guys who are priced at seven thousand. Like Kenneth Walker's not giving goal line snaps to Zach Charbonnet. Well, yeah, Charbonnet was in a ton today. Yeah, Charbonnet think, played. Well, I think he. I, I don't Walker know what got, happened. I think Walker got dinged. I, I think. God, I, I missed. I was just watching some of the game. And I was like, "What the? Why is Charbonnet in so much?" Well, they also have Charbonnet in on like the 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 speed stuff, like the end of the half, mm-hmm. you know, and and he ripped off a bunch of chunky runs doing that. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I just don't even know if I played give... bad. I, I'm, I'm like looking at my team and I'm, no, I'm no, not you, even you, sure I played bad. This you is just insane. Bad. You didn't play this bad. This is just insane. Yeah. You did not play bad, Nate. Your, your lineup was solid. You know, obviously I had reasons why I liked Hertz better than Lamar, like, but you're splitting hairs. Like the, you know, Hertz outscoring him by like 20 or whatever it was is like that, that, that's way outside the range. Way I also outside. got scared off with the knee with Hertz. Yeah. I actually had some Hertz under props. That was yeah. not good. Nah. Well, he didn't run Not even he didn't on the run. injury report, bro. He didn't run very much. I don't trust neither, injury reports. Neither did, days, man. <laughs> neither did Lamar, bro. Yeah, if I Brock, tell you, Brock if I tell, Purdy. If I tell Brock you Purdy's the rushing quarterback that you needed. 
I tell you Jalen Hurts has six rushing yards, you're like, dude, I'm not touching that guy. I'm not touching that guy in any format. Yeah, well, you know, some he, he just gets the bonus because that's what he does. Like Hurts, Hurts is like getting there almost always. I feel like he has fewer down games than Lamar. Like Hurts just gets there. He is the man. Yeah. All right. Let's this year uh, for sure. let's get our let's get our GPP teams out of the way. I I played like hilariously bad in tournaments this week because it was all centered around Lamar and Mahomes, which meant that I got like no points in any format. Uh, so I played this. <laughs> play this hilariously bad oh i also uh i played a hundred percent Brees and a hundred percent Bijan. i rotated between pollard and i think swift as my other running back in like every lineup that i made but i still played pollard in tournaments uh this is the team i played in the spy just i mean just oh my god 96.48 points Un- Strong. unreal so I, I played Lamar. I played him with Andrews. Interestingly, Lamar was 20%, but Andrews was only 6%. Just I kind of found that weird. Normally their ownership more closely mirrors one another. Uh, I did not do a bring back on this lineup. Didn't play Hollywood. Didn't play Demarcado. Didn't play Michael Wilson. I played it with Bijan and Brees. Pollard was the third running back here, LOL. I played Demario Douglas at 3,300. He was 3% owned. I played... Jackson Smith and Jigba at 0.6% on. That was crazy to me that no one was interested in him at all. Uh, like, you know, I mean, he's just kind of a fancy Jake Bobo. I mean, dude, J- JSN is, he is legit. He's very, very good. Um, so I is. think, I think, I think the times of play, like he's less on than like Rashi Rice, you know, it's like, you know, I look, I like Rashi Rice, but. We're, but Jake Bobo is going to be tilting if you play JSN. The fact that Jake oh, Bobo is getting yeah. end zone. I mean, obviously JSN's never going out and getting like 12 targets. Like he's going to have to do it on efficiency for sure. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they're scheming Bobo end zone touches like that is tilting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, the third wide receiver was Nico Collins. He's 23% owned. Uh, and then the I did play the Falcons defense on this one. Three points. I, 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 so I was like, dude, I'm gonna play 100% Bijan. Everyone's afraid. They don't understand. Bijan is the best running back in the NFL. He's gonna get schemed targets. You know, if last week it was no, just like idiot shit. Just an immediate like Tyler Algier red zone carries. I mean, look, I'll probably do it again if he's like if he's like 6200 next. Yeah, week. I mean, this this was frankly the alpha week to play Bijan Robinson. The week after everyone's fucking pissed at him. The week where, like, I mean, it's just like it's it, where his price is so low. It was a great week to play Bijan in GPP IMO. And I felt like if you played Brees, like, obviously, I thought Brees was in the same category of like the week everyone played Mostert, like stuff like that. Like, I thought Brees was that good of a play. Um, so I like, but I felt like obviously you needed to do some other weird shit with him because you can't just be like 1v1ing people. Not a good tournament week for me. Like, all my reads were bad. Like, Brees didn't end up getting the bonus. Bijan did nothing. JSN got outscored by. I did play a lot of Rashid Shahid, three for mm. one fifty three and one, but mm. it didn't end up mattering because again, um, it doesn't matter if you get twenty five points from your one off. If it's, I think Mahomes got five points, which is just yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the guy you needed was DeAndre Hopkins. Tbh, you just sure, needed yeah. you just need a new see what what team won this is the team that won the spy i mean it cd was, gotta have cd yeah the team that won the spy did not have cd it was jalen hurts and aj brown gus edwards 
Travis Etienne. He must have swapped because he got, well, maybe not. He played McBride and Kittle. He got 17 from the min salary Denver Broncos defense, Galaxy Brain. You just fucking wow. love to see it. Wow. And he, he also played Nico and McLaurin. So, like, I think this is an example of why I like this buy. He didn't have CD. You know, he wasn't even close to the quote unquote the optimal. He completely whiffed on Nico. He got it. He took a good stance on ETN and he just faded the, he faded Brees, right? He played Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards is good on a Jalen Hurts team because it's giving you leverage on the, on the Lamar teams at a similar salary. It's just a, but this is a, this is, it's not like looking at the Millie Maker winner and being like, I couldn't have clicked that if you gave me a million tries to click a team. Like this is like a very reasonable team that won the spy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I actually had, I played three tournament teams, spy red zone and, you know, one of the cheap ones, whatever. And in the spy in the red zone, I had a Dak CD Ferguson double. And I was just smashing and neither of those teams even ended up cashing. Wait, That's how? really insane. Yeah. I need to yeah. hear the Dak CD to, uh, Ferguson team that didn't cash. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so one of them had Tank Dell. One of them had Nico Collins. They both had Kendrick Bourne, uh, but the other the other thing. So they both bricked on the on the Dell and Collins, and then they both I brought a brought them both back, once with uh, Nakua, once with Cup, and so they they didn't get there. They both had Brees Hall. One of them had Bijan. One of them had Jonathan Taylor, and Taylor maybe got hurt. I I don't I didn't even see what happened, but he had like ninety five yards and then just I, stopped he, playing. He had to have gotten hurt because he had twelve for ninety five at half, and I don't think he got another carry. I don't think so either. Uh, both of them had one had Vikings defense, one had Cardinals defense. I mean, it was one fifty two and one fifty nine, and neither of them cashed. Um, but my tournament team that did cash, I put it in the Millie and the Fair Catch, and it it, it was a uh, Hertz and AJ Brown, and uh, let's see, I had Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, and Gus Edwards. So I did a three. A three running back builds. Gus Edwards, obviously instrumental to my efforts. And then uh, Kendrick Bourne. And I put Michael Gallup in this one. Uh, Should have just done Brandon Cooks, you know? Um, yeah. And then uh, I, I used the Steelers defense at home. And this team put up uh, 175 points. So it like, I don't know, four or five X or something like that. But it was like small buy-in. So what are you going to do? Yeah, but those were those were my only three teams: a, a Hertz to Brown, and then a and then a Dak double, and the, both Dak doubles like didn't cash. It's insane. I don't I don't know if doing the the high salary bring back with the Dak double was that good. I don't I, no. I've been I've been way more apt to like not bring it back, but I really did think that bringing it back with those guys in this context was really good. Um, I actually don't mind that. I think the Dak double is why you like it allows you to play a higher price bring back and get that upside. Like exactly because you're paying down at tight end, but you're being a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, CD CD was expensive, but he was like seven point six. Dak is cheap, so you have to Nate's point, you have the ability. And like these are not like dopey ass bringbacks. Like Cup and Nakua are like big time guys. Safford ended up getting hurt, obviously, which kind of kind of x things but they weren't they weren't doing that great beforehand so i don't know yeah yeah let's see let's hear what you flipped over nate yeah nate bring it home 
Um, all right. So I, uh, let's see in the spy, I did a, uh, a Purdy, uh, a Purdy triple. Uh, so I went Purdy McCaffrey, IU and Kittle and Kittle and then, and then brought it back with Mixon. I figured that would be Jesus Christ. (laughs) So again, this is how I like to build. I like to like pick the game that I think I want exposure to. And even though I know it's going to be owned, um, I'm going to try to play it in a way that I don't think people will. And that like was the way to do it. It was actually way less on than I thought it was going to be. So I didn't need to be that correlated. Um, so yeah, I had Purdy McCaffrey, uh, Brees Hall, Brandon Ayuk, uh, and then two snowflakes and Nico Collins, Michael Gallup, uh, and then had Kittle Mixon, and Cardinals D. So I, I, I like this team. Obviously the Nico Gallup one-offs didn't do anything, but the overall, like exposure to the game that I wanted to, I liked. So I got exposure in the way that I wanted. Thought Mixon would be a contrarian bring back and get me it leverage was. off of Pollard and stuff like that. And it was. So overall, I, I would I would play this team again. When your one-offs don't do anything, you can't yeah, you can't do much about that. Yeah, I, I will I will say this like we would have been better off playing the original Joe Nix Joe Mixon than the new Joe Mixon. That's uh, true. Tony Pollard. The original Joe Mixon would have been good. Yeah, that guy. That guy is way better than than his his carbon copy in Dallas. That's the thing. When Pollard gets down to fifty eight hundred, we can play him. It will never happen. The slappies will play him enough that he's gonna he's gonna filter between like sixty eight hundred and then like obviously he is finally gonna have a good game at like four percent owned. Like he's gonna fall into the end zone three times or something, and then he'll he'll immediately he'll be eight thousand dollars again. It'll if be his over. price drops low enough. I'll play him. Can't wait. All right, that was uh, it was a long show. As long as we had we had lots to cover, uh, guys. Thanks for listening. We will uh, we'll be back next week. Um, hopefully with more late swaps. Maybe we'll get Nate to take an L, and uh, we will uh, we'll see you then.